Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> okay, welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. We are back. When you say, and we're back. Someone and we're back. back. By the way, a, um, a group of people, who, uh, closeteers, came to my parking lot show in West Nile. Oh, that's great. And I, there was like all cars. It was the weirdest experience. They honked when they laughed. And so I said, is anyone here gay? And then one car was like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> what was that like? Because I'm doing that in the beginning of October. Like, can you not hear? We're doing the same show. It was fun. I had a really good time. I made one mistake, though. Me and Dulce and Rosebud went to the Cheesecake Factory afterwards because you're performing right outside the Cheesecake right. Factory. And the Cheesecake Factory is like a New Yorker. That's like a, that's like kind of a vacation like yeah we don't i love the cheesecake factory right yeah so and, and the cheesecake factory is always the same like everyone in line has some kind of ailment um missing limb something yeah but yeah yeah then, uh we were so excited you would have thought we were in disney world the host hated us but um i ate really healthy and i got like a grilled chicken with like you know, everything's like 1500 calories or but then i got an entire slice of key lime cheesecake which had so, so good calories and sugar that yeah. I woke up with a hangover. I'm not kidding you. I believe it 100%. I've had the cheesecake hangover before. And that also means you're healthy because you notice it. Wait, we're on the same show when I do Levity? No, I did this one. And oh. then you, yeah, you're doing the next one. So what's it like when they beep the horns? You Like you can't hear the laughter at all? That just seems really weird. Yeah, it's just horns. I, I enjoyed it. Honestly, it was like, it was fun. I mean, I don't know. I, I just like got on stage and was like, well, whatever. If they're not laughing, I can't hear them anyways. So right. let's talk about dick. I mean, I have no idea. It was just like the stupidest thing. And the comics were great. It was like Janelle James and Seton Smith. And it was a really fun show. The car start, the gay car starts like driving towards you through the parking lot. Yeah, the As gay you... car with the pink Cadillac. Right. You're like, I know, I know you didn't need to beep. I'll be very curious to do that because I've been, the outdoor shows like, have been very good like the ones that the stand is really good east feels really good so I'd, i'll be curious what outdoor but with no sound of people would be like it's interesting i mean you can hear some people laughing but we were also like the game right. so you know but i mean it did seem like they spent more on the budget of like the giant blow-up screen than anything else i mean we had like it was a good back room and stuff i enjoyed it that actually is really smart. They had a giant blow up screen because then people in the cars could see. Right. Yeah. And, and, but then they could also, they were on the radio. So like they could hear what was going on. It was like a specific radio station. Oh, or, interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Wait, so you, you told so, me to start recording that you had something to tell me. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. So this just happened. I thought this was ri ridiculous. So, this friend of mine, Justin, who I always have open for me on the road, if I get to bring an opener, um, he he is opening for me to do a corporate show that he got. His mom is a real estate agent in Boston, and he, he set me up with this like real estate association, whatever. I didn't ask any questions. Pays well, great. Well, it pays well, but then when we, I, it it doesn't balance out to what they then asked. So we're, we log in for a sound check. And this is like old Boston, like thick accents, like American flags waving in the background on the Zoom. And we're 
start talking within two minutes the guy's like yeah i'm not gonna tell you how to tell jokes but i was thinking you could make fun of larry for like 20 minutes uh, i have what now i have no idea who larry is he's like here's the thing here's the thing with larry he's like, oh, oh oh steve steve's a fucking he's a case oh and martha now you gotta remember also go in on politics everyone's conservative so you can get them all riled up get them angry but the thing with steve is He's bald, but 20 years ago, he wasn't bald. So you can let him have it. And I was like, you know, uh, I'm not going to write custom jokes about fucking whoever this guy is. But he, I didn't say that. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, all right, let me, um, like, let me, let me go over some things and I'll get back to you about that. But he, he was like, and he's like me. He's like, look, I'm not, I'm not famous, famous. But I've been on a few billboards off of, and then he said some interstate. He's like, so you probably have seen that. Uh, no, I've not seen that. Not only have I not seen that, you haven't seen that. And I'm not going to make fun of Mary and Steve. He, and he was like, oh, like, he was like, and then give it to Gavin. And I'm like, oh, Give God. it to Gavin. Like, no, yeah, no. I was like. From Moses. Yeah, the emotional expenditure of me making fun of real estate agents in Boston's over Zoom, I was like, I don't actually think this is. Like, I was just like, <sighs> and then afterwards, Justin wrote me and was like, sorry, it'll be fine. So we've got to do that next week. But I was like, you just have to do your material because people have done, you ever heard those horror stories, the comics who go up there and they're like, look at this guy, Nick, this fat piece of shit. And then everyone's upset. Like, you just right. have to do your material unless you wanted oh. to go whatever this guy's name was, just go after him and be like, this guy wanted no. me to make of all of you. Because I don't want to make, I don't care enough to customize anything for this. Like, there's right. no, like, I you're was not, like, oh, I'm not, care. I'm not putting extra effort in, buddy. I and mean. And it's like, the people think comics are like Build-A-Bear. Like, you walk up and get whatever kind of, t- there's like, no, you get what you get. Also, right. they're conservative. Then why are they hiring a lesbian? Well, I was like, I'm not, I kind of stay, I was like, I don't have any jokes in there about, I try to stay away from politics explicitly. Uh, I was like, but there are a lot of people that do a great job with that. It's just not something I really draw from. And they were like, oh, well, maybe write something about it. And I was like, ah. I hate people. What I think it is, is I think that probably Justin's mom, who is very sweet, probably was like, have my son do it. And then he was like, I'll have my friend do it. So I think that's how it all came about. But these are like, Boston guys like like jacked up wanting me to roast them and the sound check itself was like half hour 45 minutes which half is, hour it's a sound check when it's a sound check over zoom it's like because I was like I can assure you that you know sound will check out but I was happy to do it so the but because they were telling me about they wanted me to roast fucking Kevin because Kevin's got a billboard where he's got his face looks fat and now he's done keto and oh my god you got to talk about it I was like oh I don't I mean, Kevin, you used to be on a billboard. Now you're so thin. I guess they're just gonna have to hand out pamphlets. Thanks. I'll be here all week. Oh, that's a good one. Can I use that? No, it's not a yes, good. Yes, it is. Stop it, Emma. That's yes, it is. I mean, no, that's not a good. I basically stole a Golden Girls joke. But there was an episode where Blanche's sister wrote a novel, and she thought it was about her. And Dorothy goes, "I'd be furious if my sister wrote a novel about all my sexual escapades." And then her mother goes. You'd be upset over a pamphlet. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if it's just a one-off, I'm not above it if it's like a one-off, just get me through this Zoom thing. You know what oh, I mean? We're doing things. I agreed to do host some show next week that I have no idea what I'm doing. None, not even a single clue. 
it's like some award show. I have no idea, but I'm like, I'll do it. I mean, I'm sure. just showing up to everything. I'm showing up to everything. Is it in person or online? It's online. I think I get a script and it's pre-recorded. And if that's the case, great. then I'm like, woo! Because then I don't have to. That's great. Do anything, but I don't know. Everything's just happening over Zoom, and I'm gonna shit. I don't mind. I mean, I don't really. I mean, but also in New York, then there are things outside, which is so nice. Although I completely missed my show Friday night. Like completely, really? completely forgot. My friend Sean's back in town, and he's like let's get dinner. And I was like, yeah, I would love to get dinner. And so we, he came over and then I look at my phone and they're like, where are you? And I was like, absolutely nowhere near you. Like not even slightly near Brooklyn. I'm on my way to go get pizza. Like I can't. Right. I'm sorry. I well, can't. you're out of the rhythm of doing it. I thought so that zoo, the outdoor car show wasn't on Friday. That was Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Uh, yeah I mean it's about getting I mean it's like you're I, I'm definitely out of the rhythm of doing having my nights be busy by right. a landslide one of the one of the people on grinder I was I was in the back parking lot because because that's what that was what the waiting room was um <laughs> all of a sudden just someone was like hey so excited to see you on the show oh that's fun like, yeah it was it was kind of fun grinder's been funny lately people are like Hey, I love your Liza Minnelli. And then are they, do they hit on you or they just say that and bounce? Yeah, usually if someone says like they know me, I just like write a heart back. And then this one guy right. was like, you're not Mateo Lane. And I was like, I am to like, oh yeah, well send me a video doing this. And like, send you a video. Right. I don't even know who you are. Like, right. fuck yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah. Be careful I on Grinder Cause literally last night I was watching a true crime show. Ashley's back in town, so we we're like watching our true crime before we go to sleep. I'm watching it before you go to sleep. That's what that's when we usually are watching it. And then the one last I night was about you want to send me off to bed is just watching murder. I know. I say that too. Here. I'm like, how is this shouldn't be I have to have it turned off. She likes to fall asleep to the she thinks the voice of the narrators in true crime is Why can't you tired. watch Discovery Channel or Planet Earth where they're like the seagulls uh, flock towards. That would make more sense to me. I guess the true crime people are pretty monotone, but I listen to what they say, so I f don't like it. Like I'm like, can we turn this off before we fall asleep? That's when uh, that's when Sarah realized that the blood was coming from the kitchen. I mean, it's like right. I'm not falling asleep to this. I'm it's not. Kelly's the same age. She loves the, the book Night Stalker. She'll read it and be like, Night Moon. I'm like, how does it make you sleepy? Well, last night we started watching British ones because we've seen all the crimes in the U.S. that are on TV. The major problem with Grinder thus far. Well, there was this cop on Grinder, mm -hmm. and the guy that when they were the narrator when he was describing it, he was like, "There's these communities where some people want to be, some people want to be what is it, what is it, dominated, and other people want to be what is it, what is it, submissive, and these communities they find each other online." Huh. And I guess this cop wanted to be dominated, which I kind of was like, we don't need these details. Like, let, he's, he was murdered. Like, let him keep some privacy. But he, <laughs> he wanted to be dominated. Humiliating these families. They, yeah. they, the deaths of these people are just entertainment. So the families are like, I don't want to watch the story of my brother who got brutally murdered right. like on Grinder while at work. Like, have some Dignity. This was literally the first time I was watching a true crime thing where I was like, we shouldn't know that. And they were like, and he had a long-term partner who didn't know about any of this. And I was like, yeah, 
I feel like we shouldn't, it shouldn't be aired, but this all was released like eight years ago, but he met someone on Grindr. Okay. Get dominated. Uh-huh. Goes in. The guy, they have sex, and then they try to have a sex party to have other people come over, but somewhere in between the sex and the sex party, the dominator kills the guy. The guy is tied up, gets dead, and then someone from the sex party, ding dong, and is like, I'm here for the sex party, and he has to be like, uh, it's canceled right now. And then they arrest the guy, but he was killing, he killed him from Grindr. So well, careful. you know, I would say statistically, that's probably not the most, that's probably not. Oh, absolutely. Not. Common. Yeah. One in yeah. 20 million, I bet. The most, the most, the highest statistic of Grindr is just broken promises. Yes. The things that we all just promise each other that we'll never do. Things we'll say, do, and then just vanishing away. There was a comedian who had a really funny joke about how when you're sexting, you just hype yourself up to things you would never do in person. Never. It's like, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to flip you over, and then in person, it's like, I got two moves. Right. And then, and also, too, it's like, you're, the things you message someone, like, you'll look back the next day, and it's almost like when you're drunk and you look back at what you did the night before, you're like, the the things I said would make your skin peel off. Right. Right. But just sitting there bored watching YouTube, like, sure, yeah, yeah, hang upside down, you got it. Like, right. no, I would never. I wonder if during Corona, there's just, there's got to just be such an uptick in usage for these things because so many people are home on their phones more than ever before. Yeah, my friend, she was like, oh, you should just get on Grinder. I was like, yeah. okay. I mean, you know, why not? Why I got not? Nothing, I got nothing better. There's no, I'm like, I don't even know how to meet men anymore i'm like okay there's grinder which is by use of a joke a step above tapping underneath the bathroom stall and then i'm on raya which you're not supposed to say but raya is like the elite dating app which doesn't work by the way because they're like how about this guy in portugal what about him in the uk how about south africa i'm like you can set it to local people within a certain distance i forget how you do it yeah they don't make that easy to do though like it it should have been easier someone else had to show me how to do it yeah because i I won't even go to queens they're good they want me to go fly to south africa to meet i'm like why do they do that is it because they think people are like such jet setters that they're like doing that evidently i have no idea and then there's some other i don't know it's so stupid and then there's People on there that you want to screenshot to show your friends and you can't screenshot it. We talked about this last time. So yeah, I'm just not sure where to find the one. I mean, you live in the West Village, so I would think that you could like go out and bat your eyes at the coffee shop. There was a really hot Argentine looking guy on the street and we keep looking at each other every day. And then I found him on Grindr and we started chatting. Great. Then I accidentally said... I meant to say, I think I, or I saw you the other day. And then I said, I was you the other day. That's what oh, it was. Whatever. And it's then typo. for a solid 10 hours, I was like, why hasn't he got back to me? And then I read him. It was like, I was you. I'm like, I look like a fucking, I look like the, like the true crime people. Like the, right. was you the other day? Like, what? What does that mean? So he didn't respond. It's a typo. I mean, that, like... It wasn't like you were like, I was wearing your face the other day when I went home to visit your mother and pretended to have your identity. I also said that. Right. But that was the weird part. The part before that he should have forgiven. I was, <laughs> oh, I saw you the other day. I was you the other day. Well, I mean. It's creepy. It? If someone had said to me, it's like, if anyone gets this reference, God bless you. Trying to find a boyfriend on Grinder is like trying to catch a safari and trying to catch a Pokemon safari zone. 
That means nothing to you, Emma. Maybe Tyler, this means something. Tyler, did you ever play Pokemon Red or Blue or Yellow? I don't even know if Tyler was there. It just says his name. Yeah, you throw rocks at stuff and it doesn't do anything. Uh-huh. Right. You get No, you get rocks and food. So it's Ooh. not like catch Pokemon normally. You, just, you weaken them and throw the ball. It just gives you rock and food. And then, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, you're like, I guess I'll throw a rock. And then it's like, he was scared, scared and scurried away. And I'm like, okay, that's... Grinder. Is that the Pokemon where everyone was like walking around looking at their phones trying to find them in real life? I never understood that. That was a game called Pokemon Go that was okay. on your phone, which like had it sort of GPS, like where there were like spots like in real life you could like go if you walk on Third Street or whatever, you can catch a Pokemon. And what do you get? A Pokemon. And then you just get more Pokemon? Yeah. I mean, I'm not judging it. It sounds like life. I mean, someone could someone could have that same tone towards someone talking about literally work. So you do this, and then what? And be like, well, you get another thing, and then what? Well, it all leads up to nothing, and we all die. Yeah, I would say that's definitely true. It leads up. It leads up to absolutely nothing. No, my friend Taylor is obsessed with it. He plays it every. He still plays it every single day. But could if he if he was the best of the best of the best? Is there any award? Like, is there some kind of like that's the one with the most? I don't know. I don't know how that works with Pokemon Go. Like in Fortnite, they win millions of dollars. Yeah, right. So there is like an end goal to that. I get that. Pokemon oh, that's Go- a whole world. I mean, you could they have like celebrities. They've got they got concerts in there. Like that's like a whole thing. I watched this guy named Clicks, and he's supposed to be like the greatest player in the world. He's like 15 or something, but oh, he's God. so crazy. Like when he plays, like. He's screaming manically, and I'm horrified of him. Like, I watch it, and I'm scared of him. He probably has ADHD, not I, that I should be diagnosing. I don't know. He's so, so good at playing them. But he'll be like, yeah! <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't like it. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. How'd you find this guy clicks? Uh, my friend Donnie, who I play Fortnite with, told me about it. I think it does seem like weird, like watching when kids are that young. If there's this YouTuber named Emma Chamberlain, and I started watching her videos. She's probably like 19 now, but when she started, she was like 17. Her videos are really funny. It's just like basic day in the life stuff, and it's just it's so weird watching someone that young, like their thought process and pattern and all of that. It's it's really, but I actually find her really funny. She's very refreshing. Don't you find that kids are more like intellectual than maybe oh, yeah. our generation was? Like, I just don't remember. I think it's because of the internet and the amount of information that's being sent out. Like when I was 15, I, I don't know. I was thinking about Kelly Clarkson winning American Idol, scared of my sexuality and like summer vacation. Like I didn't have right. any other thoughts. Did you vote for American Idol growing up? Yeah, voted for Kelly Clarkson. I never did any of that stuff. I well, no, also Lee DeWise, because Lee DeWise was from Arlington Heights. And my cousin Kelly went to elementary school with him. Mm-hmm. So when he won, like my Aunt Cindy and cousin Kelly must have voted individually probably 200 times. You could do that? Yeah, you could vote as many times as you want. I remember there's a picture of my Aunt Cindy on two phones. She voted for two phones at the same time. See, that's fucking great. I didn't know about that. American, the American Idol was such a phenomenon because it was like, it was it was more about the bad than it was the good. And then it was more sure. about 
Simon just being like, you're the worst singer in the world. And Americans is like, how could he? But I'm like, he right. was right. And they always like the triumph one where it's like someone comes out and everyone's like, they got a weird face. And then the person like sings like some, who is it? Susan Boyle. Exactly. They love that narrative because it's like everyone judges and then it's like the voice of an angel or whatever. Right. It's the, the story of Susan Boyle was this dumpy woman in a sundress we didn't think could sing and then she could sing. Right. But that is because people love to do something like to they're, misjudge they're, something. And but it's the same people that like misjudge it then are also the ones eating up the story of, oh, how we shouldn't misjudge because that that story that narrative is sold all the time. Or like people judge people by the, the the their like the what is it? Don't judge a book by its cover. Do you think most people do? For in terms of like, I mean, yeah, but I would say an American Idol, I certainly wouldn't. Like, I'd be like, don't be the don't be caught making that face when they're like, hey, this person's gonna come out and tap dance, and if they don't look like a tap dancer, don't be the asshole. Like, no, they're not. Not with those. Not with those legs or whatever. You want to because something shit's about to pop off where they're gonna like kill it. You know what I mean? What in general, yeah, I think probably, I would say. What because we've done most reality show competitions, I mean, it's, I mean, it feels like it's been done. Oh, like yeah, the states, yeah. Revolutionary, right? Um, Shark Tank, revolutionary. Like, what other ideas out there are there for reality TV show competitions? It's so funny you ask that because I was just talking to someone the other day. They were talking about cooking shows and reality TV shows and how, like, so many things have been done. And I guess there was a show on Quibi where it was, like, people would get food shot at them through a giant, like, projector gun. And then they would have to taste the food that was shot at them and guess what was the food. And I was, like... It's just because so many things have been done. So now they're like looking for like bigger, more sensational sound bites. Right, we're shooting food at people. That felt discouraging to me. Yeah, I mean, it's like that episode in The Simpsons where Homer was trying to be an inventor and one of them was makeup and a shotgun and he shot right. her face and she was like, I don't think people want to put a shotgun in their face. That was, that's really good, Marge. Thank you. That's a, that's a good one. My... I mean, I guess the main moose poop show was no. That I mean, there's like been and it it was no. kind of discouraging because I was trying to. My sister had an idea for a cooking show that I thought was re- pretty clever. It was called oh, what the hell was it called? But it was basically faggots in the kitchen. What is it? I'm joking. I'm gonna make that show. I'm gonna make a show called Faggots in the Kitchen. Oh, this wouldn't apply to my sister because she wanted to do a, a thing about toddlers trying to. Toddlers trying to um, which they, did, <laughs> they did not know that I when stand by that. What I said. <laughs> about toddlers. It it would be okay. You're trying like kids don't let, have. It's hard to get kids to expand their palate when they're toddlers. So it'd be a panel of toddlers would be the judges, and then it'd be like, okay, who can get kids to want to eat green beans? And then these like world famous chefs would like have to make a green bean thing, and then the toddlers would be the judges. Can I tell you why? this idea bothers me because I don't mm. like kids in shows. Yeah. Like they have um, the, the uh, uh, cupcake wars for kids. Right. They can with a kid. And, it, and, and I know that they're like, I'm not saying anything it's the kids. It's just annoys me to watch like a seven will be like, honestly, I didn't feel like adding the vanilla extract because I'm like, shut up. I don't want at this point. I want to watch a professional make food. Right. 
not a seven-year-old. Right. Just think yeah. about it. kid actors, like kid actors, and it's not the kid's fault. It's the people directing them. Keep this in mind. But like even Matilda, I forget what her name is. Like, every what is her name? Because I've seen I, her around recently. Actually. I know I've done shows with her, and like, look, I love Matilda and I love Mrs. Doubtfire. But that type of role where where adults are giving kids like adult lines. But Mar- Mara Wilson, that's that's what it is. Thank does you, she do comedy, or did she write a book recently? Or I see her. Yeah, she does comedy. We did. I've done a show with her at a really basement. Yeah, uh, and she's great. But it's like really. But do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, you know, like this, like the one like smart kid in a movie where like they speak the way that kids don't speak. Oh, I guess sure. it made sense because Matilda, she was supposed to be really smart. But you know, like even Mrs. Doubtfire or uh, what was that um, Renee Zellweger movie? Toby Maguire with that kid, just like yeah. cute kids being like the underestimation of the situation in terms of, and it's like shut up. I think in some cases it can be done really well, and they just have to have like I had this I had this friend Laura, and she her two nieces, both got cast uh, in a modeling thing for Macy's when they were really 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 young. And they were really, they were like thrilled. And then they started going on some other auditions and they, they weren't getting cast. So they started getting upset. And then the parents were like, we're pulling them from it. They're like, we don't want the second, like the parents were like, kind of like what, like the second they started getting caught up and like, well, why am I not getting this? And they got this, that they're like, okay, back to being kids. You're going to go do something else. But I feel like that if you're, the kid is like, and I, I bet if one of the kids was like, I really want to pursue this, then they would have been like, okay, but you have to find a way to look at it differently. I just read Anna Kendrick's book and she talks about being a child actor in, in it. I didn't know Anna Kendrick was a child actor. Yeah, I guess, I mean, she was like, I feel like it was like seventh or eighth grade. She talks about going from Maine, where she's from, to New York with her brother on a bus to go to auditions. Isn't that crazy? Kids just need to be kids. Just let them be kids. Let them play. You're not, so you're not going to enroll your niece in the Barbizon Modeling Academy? I'm not going to. I, I hope that she plays outside and catches frogs. And what would you say if she was like, I just want to I just want to make it in show business? I would say, OK, go to school first. Right. I'd be like, me too, honey. But that's the thing. Like now kids are like doing their own YouTube shows and they are becoming stars. And what do these parents do? The parents are like, OK, well, she's making lots of money and has advertisers. I guess we'll say yes. And then you have a 13-year-old in your house who's famous. Who, what, I'd be like, give me that money. You're paying rent right now, motherfucker. I mean, I, that's part of why I don't have kids. If I had a kid and they were, like, on YouTube all the time, first of all, you'd be like, don't, you know, people. Put yourself out on the internet. That's Yeah. Yeah. You, they'd yeah. have to be learning all kinds of self-defense and all that stuff. But if they were making a, I mean, I'd be like, all right, like, guess whose Legos need to be reimbursed? Well, I don't know if I would go that far. Oh, maybe, I would. <laughs> Plus interest. I just, yeah. yeah. But this is also why I'm not a parent and I don't right. want to be a parent. By the way, I hate when I say, when someone says, do you want kids? I say, no, I don't want them. And they say, well, you know, you can have them. Like, I wasn't, I didn't, right. I didn't say I didn't know how to acquire a child. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, I know how to get a kid. I'm saying I don't want a kid. It'd be funny if you asked them. And you'll change like, your mind when you fall in love. You'll change your mind when you, you'll change. I'm not you. So like, I, okay, I'm in love with you. Let's fucking do it. Right. It's a, everyone who talks to you about kids is basically being like, well, why don't you think like me? I'm like, because I'm not. Right. You should 
play dumb and be like, I can have kids. Like how? And then I, see uh, them explaining it will then make them realize how fucking asinine and dumb it is for them to be say, like, they can, like we go to a sperm bank and be like, what? I can? Let's do this. Ready? Okay. Since when? You're a straight woman. Okay. Okay. I don't want to make, I, and this is, you know, full oh, love and compassion towards straight women. And no one straight list is listening to this anyway. That's not true. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. One insecure straight guy's okay. like, oh, they know. All right. <laughs> Pretend you're just like a, a whatever, straight woman. Okay. So do you think that you want to have kids? Uh, no, no, I actually don't want any kids. Really? You don't want to have, you know, you, you can have them. I I can. You can, yes. It's very, now they take your sperm and a woman's egg and you don't have to have sex and then they go and they put them in these two things and then the baby is made in these tube things. I haven't looked that in, far into it, but I just wanted to let you know that, that you, 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 even though you're gay, even though that you are uh, Wait. a, a cock-sucking homosexual, you can have a Oh no! I must. Oh, I thought you were gay. Oh, so I, that's, that's why I was saying that you two could have kids. Well, if you're straight, you two the too. band has children. I'm really playing it stupid. <laughs> I bet if you did like that really though, stupid. someone would be like, "Oh, they must already know this." Then they'd probably be like, "Oh, oh you know what? I'm sure you did that. Know that." I know. Like, I said that this, every time I, I don't want kids. You know you can. I'm like, hmm. um. Yeah, I'm not fully an idiot, you fucking stupid. I think that means they think you would be a good parent. I probably would be a good parent if I wasn't mm. wildly selfish. Amen, brother. Like, I can barely... Yeah. Rivers. Here's how much of a parent I'm not. That I killed my plant, so I is bought a ficus? fake plant. This is a fake plant. It's beautiful. I got it off Amazon. I've turned it to my Nana. I'm an old Italian woman who just buys fake plants, puts them in the house. And all I plan on doing with that thing is dusting it off. Great. That's something. I yeah. saw a comedian last night, Joe Zimmerman. We were on the same show. I love Joe Zimmerman. He had, it was super funny material about the lockdown. I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he was just talking about how he had, was on a wait list for a plant. And it was like, if you didn't feel like wanted, like alone before, he was like being on the wait list for the ficus really, really nailed that, uh, hammered that home. But I was like, that is, that is tough to be like, like, when is my plant going to get here? But yeah, there was, people were, you know, gardening up a storm. There's what I saw Mateo, I guess last week and he had him and Liz at the comedy cellar. They had basil. Basil. So me, Jose, Liz, but more Jose and Liz have basil, rosemary, and um, I think This thyme. is growing outside on West 4th Street. And, okay, so we ate these. Um, the Well, we're going to take a break, and then we'll tell you when we get back. Okay, we're back. We ate these. What? What is that, Mateo? The stuff that you got told me tajin. about. Tahin. Say again. So, tahin. So this yes. is something maybe. And I maybe bought some. Cities. So, the, Jose 
And Liz have really got me into my Mexican roots. So I've been more Mexican than I've ever been this entire, my entire life this summer. Mm -hmm. So I've never had tahini before. Tahini is a spice. It's like lemon. Oh my God, my mouth is watering. It's so fucking good. I put it on carrots and I ate a whole bowl of carrots. Yeah, lime, chili pepper, and salt. And you put it on mango and and then squeeze fresh lime on it. it. It, it, it is the greatest thing in the world and now i see the old mexican ladies at the train selling it and i'm always like i was always like what is that like mango with what i had no idea so my mouth is watering so i went up to this one uh woman the other day and she didn't speak any english but she had all this mango and so i started speaking to her spanish and i was like in spanish i said oh my god i was like is that mango tahini she's like yeah i was like i have no cash do you have any credit card anything she started laughing she's like no I just take cash. I'm like, well, I'm coming back tomorrow and I'm going to get it. So I have to go back to 14th Street on the F. Yes, you do. And, oh, my God. It's so good. It's it's, it's- so good. I mean, literally, because I, I don't know if it said it on the joke. I got it in. If you want to try if you're in New York, you want to get it in person. And we'll put the spelling of it in the description. But I was on the Lower East Side because I did a couple boxing workouts. And on the Lower East Side, when I was walking through, I went into a bodega and I was like, I wonder if they have it here. And they did. So I got some and I don't know if it was like Google or not, but they were like, put it on carrots. And I bought a bunch of baby carrots, put in a thing. And then I was, I put so much of that, but I wanted to ask you this. Mm. Okay. What's the catch? Is it the sodium? Because I was dousing it on like, you know, let me like, read, let me go read my tahini and see what Licking that. my hands like, bah. but there has to be, like, I remember eating Cadoba. And I was like, this is too good. There's got to be a catch. And then lo and behold, Cadoba routinely was giving people the poops. So some, there's, sometimes there's, some, there's got to be a catch. Is it Cadoba that was giving people um, like problems? It was Chipotle that was giving people Oh, it was Chipotle. Ex- what, that, Chipotle. And it was like, and people were still going because it's like, it's so, it almost should have been part of their advertising. Like people are getting Ebola and they still fucking want this guacamole. So here's what's in my mouth is water. It's, here's what's in tahini. I think it's okay. the spice combination. Like it's so this is the ingredients: chili pepper, sea salt, citric acid, dehydrated lime juice, silicone dioxide. No artificial color or flavors added. So basically, you're taking chili pepper, sea salt, and lime. So, so what's the catch though? There's got to be something that's not bad for you. Right? No, it's the sodium five thousand. Tyler, do you know this stuff? It says 180 milligrams. In one fourth teaspoon, is that there a lot? has to be a catch? I think with a lot of those, Th- ones, just it's with just the- like a lot of salt, but you're kind yeah. of okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got to pick your battles. It got me to eat carrots, so I was me- I was before, so Ashley got into town the other night. I have a watermelon. I have a bunch of oh. watermelon. I eat it with that. Interesting. I would try the. I was the carrots. It tasted phenomenal. You gotta have lime juice with it though. You have to squeeze yeah. fresh lime juice on it with ah. It's so good. I, before Ashley was here, I was like eating all meals in bed. And by meals, I'll put that in quote. I was eating like salami, crackers, pudding. That's it. So I, my apartment was a fucking pigsty. Now, are you thinking about staying in New York? Like, are you- I mean, I, I, I'm, it's just so nice doing all, I mean, I have to wait until my lease is up in LA, but it's just so nice doing shows here, you know, like, and I just, 
I mean, I don't know. Who knows what it's going to be like in December? I can always, I mean, I can always like get an Airbnb and stuff. And I was talking to my friend John, who works in finance, and I was like, do you like, do you think that the rents are going to go lower? And he was like, I, he's like, I do. I don't think it's been because he's been in Virginia and he's going to come back to New York at some point. And he was like, I think that it hasn't bottomed out yet. I mean, look, New York is doing great though. So if it's like, I mean, well, parts of it are doing okay. I wouldn't say great. It's so. It's been so, I mean, it's like, it feels like people are eating outside. It's warm, like relatively, you know, there's a lot of, I guess it's just all to say there's a lot of life. Well, it's like those who stuck through, stuck through. Right. So New York, those who could afford to stay, stayed. And, um, but the restaurant business is suffering. There's so many people eating out in, um, where I am in Gramercy, there's like every restaurant is just packed outside. But socially distanced. I mean, look, it's packed. People are wearing masks and stuff. I haven't been in a situation yet where I feel uncomfortable. And I actually, I saw Mateo um, last when I, we saw each other last week. We were we were walking really together. To you, by the way, because we just hadn't seen each other in so long. Yeah, it was long. so nice. But we were walking around a street corner, and then this guy came up to us and said, um, "What did he call you?" He, oh, that's, he's getting, you can tell, like, even, like, homophobes are getting more progressive because he yeah. called George Michael instead of faggot. Yeah, he came up and he was like, hey, George Michael. And we were like, hi. And then he kept saying George Michael over and over again. And then he, like, kind of got mad. And then we were like, we'll see you later, buddy. And then, but I was like, I thought that was kind of <laughs> progressive. Yeah. And then usually it's like, hey, faggot. It's like, right. Michael. And then he did that. To, I saw him. We're in the West Village. There's like gay people everywhere. And then he did that to someone. We were sitting down. And he was. We saw him like saying like some gay celebrity to someone. Like following else. someone down the street. Yeah, he was a mess. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna eat some of that tahini. Well, look, we've done almost 45 minutes. Yes. Yes. Um, it's nice to talk with you, though. Should we get dinner next week? I'd love to. Okay. Um, anything you want to promote? Tell people to come see you in West Nyack? Uh, sure. I'm going to be there on October 3rd. How long are the sets at that? 15. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be at West Nyack on October 3rd. I haven't really been promoting shows in the city just because, I don't know, it's tough. And they might get, they get rained out sometimes. But if you want to be in the city and you want to see a show, you can hit me up. Um, but yeah, West Nyack, October 3rd. Work. All right. Well, look, this has been a lot of fun. And what about you, Mateo? I got nothing. I'm doing outdoor shows and stuff, but it's like same thing. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for the support. We appreciate it. Oh, if you want to watch each live episode, we're doing it on Patreon. We've also started adding now extra episodes that you only get on Patreon. We appreciate it. Bye. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.